Thank you. Thank you. Every single time. Oh, you guys are too much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. It is your buddy and your pal. Ouch. Back again with what you've been watching the movie, TV, and DVD review show here on the Ouchcast. As usual, I don't have a beginning bit for this section, so let's just get right to it and talk about what I've been watching. Hit the music, please. Now, originally, I did want to talk about how, you know, because of being in a pandemic and everything like that, like how much artists are now struggling, especially your live entertainment venue. But then I realized I actually have a story that relates to this, so I'm going to tell that instead. Uh, I went to Las Vegas back in the before time, like 2012, 2013, something like that. And one of the shows we went to see was the Blue Man Group. Again, my kind of stuff, very inventive, very colorful, things like that. Now, after the show, you can meet the band, they stand around, and of course they have one of the Blue Men standing out there. There's three, I don't know why all of them weren't out there, unless they immediately drop character and are just like, listen, I leave work at work, I did the show, I'm done. So I get my picture with the Blue Man, Except for some reason, everybody else in this little group wanted a picture of me and the Blue Man group for some reason. So I'm getting my picture. My dad barely gets the picture off. I'm getting blinded by flash bulbs like I'm paparazzi or something. And if I can gather all of those pictures together, I will unlock the key of time. Regardless, that's just a funny story I have about the Blue Man group. As today, we are talking about the Blue Man Group, How to Be a Megastar Live DVD. The audio is available on Spotify if you want to at least hear the same songs. You know, I have the trip from Las Vegas, but for the most part, the only other experience that anyone knows with the Blue Man Group is pretty much just their old Pentium PC commercials. Which is basically where the how everyone knows the song Drumbone, basically. I know they did some cameos and TV shows and things like that. They were around, but until they really got their Vegas show, they were just... It's that weird middle ground where they're not quite an IP. You know, they're just, huh, these weird guys. Yeah, throw them on the Drew Carey show, whatever. So that's the most. So this DVD live show is basically a walkthrough of them. The Blue Men themselves trying to figure out how to be a rock megastar. For the visuals, they're fine. I do, I would argue they are a step back from what you could get from a Vegas show. I mean, there are plenty of unique lighting effects. 
They do have the costumes of just the outlines. Not a lot of stage presence or props or noticeable set pieces or anything like that. You know, the live nature of the thing just kind of makes it very music focused. It is a concert, but again, I think some of the point is, hey, we're your rock stars. You don't have to worry about the music. You can do all this kind of stuff. That's kind of part of it. Now, it's a concert. Sound is really important here. Now, they pretty much bring all of the big hits, the more, like, the real catchy numbers, especially. A lot of it is basically taken straight from their live show, straight from their previous tour of the Complex, which was kinda the same thing. It was like a real prototype of what this live show was supposed to be, with not as not as much character or things like that. But again, it's a lot of catchy songs, for sure. If you really like percussion, especially, that's the main focus on this. So just kind of walking through some of the show here. One of the first things, they hit Drumbone, they get it out of the way. So yeah, Drumbone, it brings up the memories of the Intel Printium processor commercials. The band gets kind of amped up, it gets it out of the way. That's, you know, they play the big hit immediately. So the show is set up as the Blue Men group are learning how to be rock stars via this infomercial products you know there are some comedy bits that deal with the live crowd and things like that now the only thing i do find the infomercial part a little jarring these are only being played on a big screen for the crowd you don't buy actors and things like that it kind of screeches everything almost not quite to a halt but it really slows it down a little bit. It's only there once or twice. A lot of the times they are just using their omniscient uh, narrator, which they've had for since their Vegas show, basically. Now, the narrator makes points and satires about the, quote, rock star lifestyle and things like that, but it goes by so fast that practically no one even notices it gets like no reaction sometimes mostly because you know the blue men are doing something on stage that are following the rules things like that so their points that they are quietly trying to make just right over people's heads honestly and it's one of those things especially when you have big crowds i love trying to watch the crowd during like tv shows like this live performances i'm always trying to look through i'm not i know the main show part right i'm trying to see how the people are reacting as well and what the funniest thing i think is most people don't know how to follow basic instructions it's one of those things you know they're doing this thing you know rock concert movement number one the head bob, you know, and then so it says the head bob, everyone starts bobbing their head. If it's wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. Some people are doing jazz hands. Some people are raising the roof like you couldn't try to be more wrong. Now, I mean, there's a bit where 
It goes, Rock concert movement number 70 whatever. Getting a closer look at the audience. So they take this, they do this bit where they take a little handheld camera, go down to about the first row, and they shove the camera in the guy's mouth, and it looks like it's going down his esophagus and things like that. It's just kind of gross. During the song, Up to the Roof, I kind of have this first inkling of possibly the Blue Man Group instruments at least having some kind of background track. Now, don't get me wrong. I have no idea how to turn PVC piping into an instrument. But there was something about the way one was playing it. Just, he's at a strange angle, and the velocity, he is not quite hitting the instrument with the same timing. It is a little sus to me, for some reason. Now, it's just a fun conspiracy, not a serious one that can actually harm people, but to me, something was just not quite there. For the next song, Your Attention. I don't know if this song works in a big, uh, not stadium, amphitheater, whatever you want to call it, I don't know if it works in a bigger environment. As much as I like the message of your attention being pulled in multiple ways through the song, it's kind of lost when you don't have the accompanying appropriate visuals it needs. Then there's a bit where it's them just kind of having fun. They're inner, they're participating with the crowd with things like that. They're coming back and forth. To the asshole who's not doing the crowd participation stuff, go to hell. You're not better than everybody. You're bought tickets to relax, get the stick out of your ass, and have some fun. So right after that, they come back to the stage. They basically do the bit where they catch paintballs and marshmallows with their mouths. No matter what, it's still impressive it's like a 15 foot stage and they're just tossing it and they don't miss they catch it no matter what now that's talent or the aristocrats the next song one of those days that one has always been weird to me practically because the entire concert is about parrying the rock concert idea lifestyle etc and yet, here's a song and performance that is basically exactly what you are trying to parody. Like, there's no message, there's no meaning, there's not even, like, Blue Man Group playing the instruments. It's just a wicked long guitar solo. That's all it really is. In Shadows Part 2 and The Complex, for some reason, these sections have always bothered me. And I think it just kind of gets a little pretentious about their message of uniformity and monotony. I mean, at least as pretentious as mute blue people can be. I mean, there's a musical breakdown where the blue men are just staring at the crowd. The crowd is staring at them. The blue men are staring at them. It's like looking at the penguin exhibit at the zoo. You're looking at them. They're looking at you. You're looking at them. They're looking at you. It's just, I don't know about that section. It always feels weird. 
that you try to do the serious part with people who can't talk. Figure that one out. Couple of other songs. I Feel Love is a fine performance. I have no critique of it, but I just wanted to note that in this performance, they bring out the light-up uh, dress that the female singer sings. And then there are these, like, two hippie girls up front who just stood up and danced the entire time. I just love that kind of dedication to exactly one thing. Overall, I do dig it. Altogether, it's a good show. But having seen their Vegas show back in the before time, I kind of like them being in their own little world where they can build, show and tell, do their thing a little bit more. The live traveling stage tour show is almost watching like an experiment of putting strange introverts on stage and just kind of seeing what happens. You don't quite have the same bizarre visuals you would get from the Vegas show. Uh, you do have some more impressive, you know, performances musically and things like that. Both are good. I think I would like to stay, go to the blue man world rather, th rather than having the blue man come to the real world. You know what I mean? Again, I still dig it. Take a look at it. See if you like it. I would say it's fine for what it is. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Ouchcast. Do you want to help a podcaster out? First, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JustOuch. Capital J-U-S-T, capital A-E-W-C-H. Then, leave a five-star review on Spotify. It's new for them. Give it a try. And if you feel so inclined, consider a monthly reoccurring donation. Just go to anchor.fm slash ouch and click support this podcast. Choose from three levels and donate what you feel is right. You can even leave a voice message for me to hear, and you might even hear it on a future episode. Until next time, this was your buddy and your pal Ouch saying thanks for listening, and you'll hear from me soon. Bye bye everyone.